I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm all excited and I'm delighted actually for the support like from the Everyman and the City Council and the Cork Folk Festival who I've known for years. They're fantastic. So it's really a mad notion I had um, Back in 2016, I was invited to sing uh, up in Dune, County Limerick, where my great-grandparents are from. And I didn't really know much of the, fam- the family background. I knew about Packy Ryan of the hotel, my great-grandfather. Um, he was in the IRB, and he uh, was there heavily involved. I didn't know that he had been on hunger strike and in jail, actually in Cork and Wormwood Scrubs. So... Uh, and then I also started asking about his wife, Agnes Ryan of the hotel, who I have now discovered was an extraordinary woman in her own right. She actually had a service medal from coming on, which I didn't know until only about two years ago. And there's a file uh, up in the archives about her in Dublin. And I suppose I just began uncovering a lot of their story and also then reading about a lot of other women around the same period. So for Jets, uh, who came from, you know, very well-to-do backgrounds, uh, were Protestant, some of them were Anglo-Irish ascendancy, across the, the kind of political spectrum to nationalists and uh, Republicans. So I suppose I just kind of became obsessed, Maraid, with the whole period, and I've been reading all these amazing books that have kind of brought the women to the fore as opposed to the national question. And I went searching for songs. I was asked to sing at the commemoration, and I couldn't really... I found about five songs that commemorated the women, and I thought, well, geez, I'll have to sort of write a few songs for these extraordinary women. Um, So I ended up writing one for Agnes and the Countess, obviously, and um, Kathleen Clark, who was also another uh, Limerick woman. And then these two nurses, three nurses, um, Julia Grennan and Elizabeth O'Farrell, and then also Winifred Mary Lett, who was a, a poet and novelist of the time, but she nursed a lot of the soldiers from World War One. Yeah, so I'm a bit mad taking on this project, really. And Karen, <laughs> what, what does it mean to you, I suppose, to be able to, to bring what you've learned over the last few years to the stage now and to share it with, with the audience? A lot. It means an awful lot. Like, I'm really, really, genuinely, really thankful for all the sport, you know, from the Everyman, the Folk Festival. Um, I suppose I'm very passionate about, uh, I suppose, giving these women a voice, you know, that they haven't had. And also, I, what I think I, I love most about them was their perseverance. 
you know, they kept going, they kept agitating. They also really held each other up. You know, they had, like, meetings galore. They were always having meetings and rallies and vigils, and they wrote newspapers, they wrote poems, they wrote songs. Uh, So, you know, I just think it's a... I suppose it was a part of history I never knew, and I've been into Irish history for a long time. And so, um, yeah, I'm just delighted to kind of, I suppose, throw some light on some aspects of their lives. I mean, it's complicated, you know. They were living in really fraught, difficult times, and they seemed, and most of them seemed to navigate it and to come out the other end still being friends, even though they would have disagreed on the national question at times. Um, and they they continued to agitate for women after 1923, when really very conservative members of Irish society like Cosgrave and um, O'Higgins, they really tried to just push women back into the home and keep us there. And they succeeded in doing that really uh, for nearly 60 years. So I suppose, you know, it's important that we remember what they did, but also how they persevered and how this impacts, I think, on many of us today. Um, I think it's kind of in our DNA, really, uh, you know, because Irish women are extraordinary. In 2018, you helped to, to found Fair Play. So tell me a bit about Fair Play and how that's going. Well, yeah, that was um, I, um, a lot of women in the folk music and traditional music world had been talking backstage, really, about how women were treated and essentially we came together to basically it initially started out as to try and have a conversation about how things could be better you know gender uh, imbalances you know there's not a lot of still a lot of women headlining uh, major festivals um not just in the folk and trad world you could see it with electric picnic there at the weekend um and so that when they announced their their uh, program and you know so we were trying to uh, come at this from loads of different angles and really just try and talk about it and uh, we've had you know mixed success I think one of the great things is that we definitely initiated a broader conversation which also got into more trickier territory of, of assault and many of us had to deal with that which was very hard and then we, in fairness to, to Minister Martin, Catherine Martin, she has brought forward Safe to Create, which is um, a platform where people can go, they can get counselling and they can get legal advice. So I suppose it's the beginnings of what we would call a HR system for artists in Ireland. So that is a huge uh, step forward. Um, and Fair Play are continuing, but we are very, very tired so we, we kind of come forward and do this and then we kind of regroup and rest. Um, and yeah, I suppose we're, we're very glad of what we achieved. And also, I think we created a lot of camaraderie together, um, which was really for myself anyway, was the gift of fair play. And Karen, looking forward now to the Cork Folk Festival. Are you excited for it? Looking forward to it? The countdown very much on now. Yeah, like, I love the Cork Folk Festival. I always have, and I always, if I'm in the country, I always go to as many things as I can. I know um, Francis Black is playing, Mwirinik live. You know, they have loads of, of great um, acts on, and they they do Trojan work. They really do, and it's a, 
I know it's um, a, a kind of an adventure of love for them every every year that they put it on. So I'd encourage everyone to go to as many gigs as he can. You know, like we're never sorry uh, when you go to a gig or a, or a play or a theatre production. You know, I think everyone comes home feeling lifted and buoyed up when they go to art. So if I could encourage everybody to to go and support us, it'd be great.